0: Again, checking the posture of the body to see that you feel stable on your sitting bones and relaxed throughout the body. And you might direct your attention to the face, especially around the eyes and the jaw. If they're striving, holding, or tension, it often shows up or is revealed in the tension in the face. Letting your attention flow throughout the body to release any obvious holding that allows you to settle more stably onto your seat. Taking a moment also to review the intention during this sitting period, which is to be present for each moment as it appears. We don't need any agenda to create some special experience or to avoid, to get rid of, or to figure out anything. We just want to keep our practice very simple To recognize the present moment, to feel it, to accept that this is the way it is for now, to notice what happens with it. Again, you may use a chosen object like the breath or the posture, to help stabilize the attention. Or you may just remain open, noticing whatever appears, recognizing it, and if there is a sense of ease with each moment. If you find that you're getting into a struggle, a struggle trying to stay with an object, or struggling trying to get rid of some experience... Recognize this state of mind, this struggling. See if you can put that aside. See if you can let go of that. And drop into the way the moment is presenting itself. Relaxing the body. Checking in on the mind, is the mind relaxed, open and receptive, allowing this present moment to appear and to be felt and recognized? Some of you may have the practice habit or have used the labeling technique, a way of naming your experience. Sometimes naming the experience of breathing in, breathing out, physical sensations in the body, states of mind that become apparent, By naming them, we clearly understand that we recognize this present moment. We don't need to let the naming become the agenda of our practice. But just the merest hint of recognition can help stabilize attention and sustain it from moment to moment. Breathing in is being known, breathing out, being known. By putting our experience in the passive voice, being known, sounds being known, sensations being known, breath being known, we begin to get a sense of just how impersonal the process of this body and mind is, the knowing happens all by itself. The breathing happens all by itself. Hearing sounds happens all by itself. We don't have to make it happen. All we do is recognize that it's happening. And we acknowledge that recognition, that remembering, which is mindfulness, Passively. Breathing in is being known. Hearing sounds being known. Feeling cool being known. Thinking is being known. When you become aware that you have been lost in thought, spaced out, or forgetful. That moment of recognizing that is an important moment of recognition. Awareness is present there. Notice that. See if you can sustain the continuity of that awareness, or sustain the continuity of the remembering to be present. Be careful about struggle. There's really nothing we need to struggle with to get rid of or to fix. If the body's uncomfortable, take a look at that. The sensations of discomfort, the mind that is upset with the discomfort you can always shift your posture, get some relief. But understand first, the nature of the body is like this. The nature of pain is like that. The nature of disliking is known also. Check frequently to see that tension is not creeping into the posture but that you remain relaxed. Checking also the mindscape that tension doesn't creep into the mind. A sense of striving, struggling. Let the mind be relaxed too. In this way we can gradually develop natural awareness of the nature of the mind, the nature of the body. The habits of the mind are well-established, deeply conditioned. So be patient when you recognize the habits of the mind that judge, that fear, commenting, planning, just the incessant activity of the mind. It's just habit. Habits being known. As we bring attention and awareness to them, they gradually weaken. We don't need to try to get rid of them, merely recognize them when they appear. That's enough. Remembering to be present, recognizing what is known. When you notice that you've been drifting or lost in thought or not really recognizing what is being known, start again. Just name this experience. Sitting is being known. Breathing in is being known. Hearing sound is being known. Do you have any questions this morning about either the instructions or your experience? Yeah. Where in the process do we suggest exploring causes and conditions? Well, there's two ways to do that. One is to think about it. Which we don't recommend, and the other is to observe it, which will happen if you're observing moment to moment. So let me just there's some reflection you can do beginning the retreat and and beginning a sitting to encourage you to you know be be mindful and be aware, and you may see your mind. You know, in the middle of a sitting, you may see your mind reflecting, you know, reminding yourself, oh, just let go, pay attention, things being known, whatnot. So even that kind of reflection, you can see, is a cause for how you actually do the practice. So the information you heard last night in the Dharma talk, that you hear in the instructions, are all causes and conditions for how you experience the sitting. So it's there, and you, and you may see that. You may see things you heard in the talk coming up and reminding you to, oh, relax, or to let go, or to uh, you know come back from a drift, or whatever. So you can see it that way. I wouldn't kind of stop and say, huh, I wonder why I'm thinking about my sister. And uh, You know, blah, 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 blah. That kind of content thinking and, and kind of figuring things out, I wouldn't do that. That, you know, figuring out is a kind of a, well, it's an obsessive habit we have sometimes. You know, just trying to figure things out. Why am I doing this? You know, and the mind is just cogitating. away, And we're not really aware. You know, we may become aware, but we still do it. So that I wouldn't recommend. If you notice that you're trying to figure something out, just know, huh, figuring out is being known. Hmm, what's that like? Well, when I'm trying to figure out my face is all scrunched up like this, and my shoulders and you know, and you can you can see what's going on when this obsessing obsessive habit of mind is happening, but other than that, I wouldn't try to think think it out. To have the thought and attend to the thought, or? Observe the thought, right? Yeah. As you're saying, these things surface, mm. then you need to observe them. But mm. it's difficult to do them at the same time. Furthermore, if, if, when you do observe that thought, then you find yourself observing yourself, observing the thought, et cetera, And it's sort of spiral. Uh, can you speak to that? Is that a problem? That sounds pretty good, actually, you know, because what I heard you say is, you know, I'm attending to the breath, you know, and then a thought comes, and you're already aware of it. You don't have to do anything more than just, oh, a thought has arisen. Now, if you're trying to somehow hang on to that thought so that you can observe it, thoughts are a lot quicker and more elusive and less substantial than that, aren't they? Thoughts are just, you know, they... You know, they appear, they can be recognized, they can have a powerful emotional impact, but there's nothing to them. They're just a momentary woof. Okay, so you saw that. You don't have to do anything more with that. Okay? But in the next moment, you may be thinking, where's that thought? Why did that thought come? What should I do with it? You know, then that's what you want to be noticing. Oh, wondering what to do, doubt about, should I, shouldn't I? Things like that. So, okay, thoughts come, they're immediate, in the way you were describing it, it was immediately recognized. Fine, leave it be. If there is the recognizing that, oh, there is awareness of thoughts, or thoughts are being known, and there's a knowing that I know, right? Okay, that's good. So, awareness is being known. Thought. Here it is, three-dimensional instruction. Thought being known. This knowing, mind is is knowing this thought. Okay, or we can say breath being known, sound being known. These two things are happening all the time. Something is arising, being known. Occasionally, we're aware that we're knowing. Right, then we could say, oh. Knowing, or awareness, being known. Okay? Fine. You don't have to kind of imagine that it just goes on and on and on, like back, knowing being known. Knowing of knowing and knowing of knowing and knowing of, you know, just like, that just gets into, I mean, that that's just kind of imagination then, because you're not actually seeing that. You can see that that could be a direction it goes, but it's probably not, probably not happening right at that time. Knowing being known is is, or knowing of awareness that can be known. Yeah, that's that's quite common. Mm-hmm. So just awareness being known. Yeah. Uh, then is is that just knowing the thought? Is that awareness? Is that all you mean by the thought being? Being known. Yeah. So a thought arises, and you know sometimes they're. You know, insignificant thoughts. Sometimes they're really dramatic thoughts. Sometimes they're thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future, comments, and they're pretty. They're pretty quick. They're pretty elusive, but still, they, they can be. They can be recognized pretty distinctly. So we're just aware. Oh, thinking's happening. If the mind gets hung up on a, a thought or a train of thought or kind of like an emotional drama, you know, and, and it's just kind of proliferating, proliferating thoughts about you know, some emotional thing that's going on, then you can you you can recognize, oh, there's a lot of thoughts going on, but the whole fuel of the thoughts is my anger or this fear or this confusion. And so that may be the source out of which a lot of thoughts are coming or the cause for a lot of thoughts to arise like that. Just be aware, oh, thinking's happening. You don't have to try to get rid of it. You don't have to try to fix it or explain it or figure it out. Just know, oh, thinking's happening, or thought being known. If it if it lingers and continues, then you have to kind of keep recognizing, oh, thinking is being known, thought's being known, and if there's an emotional tone to it, recognize the emotional flavor of it also. Yeah. The object is not to get rid of thoughts. The object is to be aware that when thoughts are happening, and then to understand how it is that, you know, we get hooked because some thoughts they just go by. The sky is blue, you know. Joseph's famous mantra: "The sky is blue." You know, anybody get upset with that? No. Okay, but then it's like you know, other thoughts come by, and you know, we get we feel the anger, or the jealousy, or the you know, upsetness. Mm, the sky is not blue; it's really <laughs> something else. So that's what we're just. We're just trying to understand the nature of thoughts. Other comments? Yeah. Oh, Oh, what? Remembering future? Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. 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 The, the comment is that sometimes he recognizes that the kind of thought he's having is future planning or past remembering, or I'm going to suggest a few others commenting, narrating figuring out thoughts, you know, there's, there's a variety. In the beginning, we may just be aware, oh, thinking's happening. But as you, as you get more intimate with thinking and just more observant and, and, and know more about what's going on when you're thinking, then you can recognize the different kinds of uh, thinking or the different patterns of thinking or the different uh, uh, habits, really, of thinking. And that's okay. You can, you can name them. Again, you can name them as, oh, remembering, commenting, narrating, figuring out, explaining, rehearsing. There's a lot. <laughs> you don't need to kind of figure out what kind of thinking it is. That's another activity of mine called figuring out. But if it just happens to be there and you recognize, oh, I'm really wallowing in the past. Oh, remembering. Remember. It's Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wonder how you okay. so Yeah. And yeah. So she's commenting that it, there's just a lot of murky thoughts and stories going on and it's it it's not dramatic, you know, not emotional dramas, but there's just a lot of Commenting, it's a little murky what's going on, and even while she tries to kind of get to the breath or stay with the breath for a while, the the mind just you know the murkiness and the kind of the chatter in the mind, the background static we call it, just kind of <laughs> asserts itself, and that's where you end up. Not uncommon. <laughs> we could do a survey of the room and probably find a lot of that happening. Uh, when that's happening, though, I'm going to suggest two things. One is when that is happening. Just recognize, oh, because you are aware that murkiness is happening, right? Okay, murkiness is being known, right? Awareness is really amazing. It can know the most clear, discreet, obvious experience, or it can notice the most diffuse, murky, unfamiliar experience. Equal, the awareness is not. It'll, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it can be aware of anything. So, okay, and you were telling me about it, so obviously there was some awareness that, oh, murkiness is happening and whatnot. Equally important to recognizing that murkiness is happening or murkiness is being known is how are you relating to it? It sounds a little bit like, and now this is my guess, that you don't like it. You know, I'd rather it be clear. I'd rather be able to stay with the breath or something. Is there some resistance to just being? It pulls you in. So you get lost in it. You lose the awareness of it. Yeah, yeah. It happens that way a lot. I mean, awareness, you know, first couple days of retreat is not very strong. It's not very steady. And so... You know, we will be kind of lost in our stuff, and then we come out and there's a moment of awareness or a few moments of awareness, and then we're lost in it again and a few moments of awareness. When you're lost, you can't do anything about it. You don't even know you're lost. It's only when you come out you realize, geez, the mind's been really on a holiday, you know, lost. But be careful if there's a judgment of that. That judgment is unnecessary, you know, because... Actually, you should congratulate yourself. Every time you come, as Kamala mentioned the first night or yesterday, every time you come out of a, a long sleep, you know, a long drift, a train of thought that you just were unaware of, every time you come out of it, congratulate yourself. There. Oh, good. Okay. Now what? <laughs> in again. In again for another, you know, another trip into the fog. That 's okay, at least you came out temporarily that's what's, that's what 's important. Those moments of recognizing that you're off the train of thought will become more uh more common or more frequent uh, as the course of, the, of your practice develops and the retreat goes on. so be be a little bit careful about judging that as bad or wrong. Habits of mind we have habits of just drifting you know so that 's what happens. The habits reassert themselves. We become aware of that, that's great. And be careful not to judge the habit. Yeah. Sometimes if i observe in a thought, yes. there's an emotion accompanying it. Yes. And with that emotion um there's uh tension in a certain part of the body. Tension in certain part of the body. Mm-hmm. Fear, for example, and solar plastic. Yeah. Mm. Now my question is do I make an attempt at that moment when I observe that attention to release the tension or should I be with the fear? Yes. Yes. So the the comment is that when she's aware of thoughts of fear or thoughts and the emotion fear that there's also a reflected uh sensations in the body. Often, often, there is uh with with strong emotion or with any emotion it can be we can find sometimes a pattern of physical sensation holding clenching, gripping, you know whatever you could just you know let go you know, and you might be able to do that sometime you know there's some you know we might say not so deep, maybe superficial thoughts or emotions, and just becoming aware of them oh, that's enough, it just, they're gone. But there are more deeply rooted uh, emotion or feeling or thoughts that, you know, you can't release. You can't just let go with intention, you know, just intending to let go and let go. It doesn't happen. So in that case, then you have to kind of be with the thoughts, the emotion, the sensations in the body, and all that's going on there. Just kind of, it's a package, you know, it's like the, it's like a, psychophysical drama going on. So you just watch it. It's like, oh, this is fear. Hmm. This is the nature of fear. This is what fear does to the body. Hmm. And this is the kind of thoughts that fear proliferates in the mind. Wow. You know, And if you can watch it like that, you just watch it. It's kind of untangling. You know, And you become more knowledgeable about the nature of fear and how it manifests in the body, how it manifests in the thoughts like that. Yeah. So we observe it in order to understand it, to really become familiar with it, not to get rid of it. It may go, but it may not also. Yeah. So today we're going to begin seeing you in groups, small groups. Uh, half of you are listed on the board to be seen in groups with Kamala and I this morning. The rest of you will be seen tomorrow, and later today we'll put up a list of the group you'll be in and what time you'll be seen. If you aren't on today's list and you aren't on tomorrow's list, we don't know you're here. So that means let us know. know, We don't have your questionnaire, but I think we've got everybody's questionnaire. It seems the office has kind of covered that. So um, the way to use the, the groups is, of course, just uh, you know let us know as best you can what 's going on if you need some clarification of instruction that 's the place to do it. Let us know what 's going on, and we can give you more precise uh, guidance of understanding or how to work with what you 're experiencing. The instructions that we give in the hall here they 're generic they 're kind of like suitable for everybody, but each of you have your own particular you know, habits and ways of hearing it, ways of applying it, experiences. And so you can have many different experiences. When we hear those experiences and how you understand and how you're working with it, then we can give you more precise, uh, personalized instruction, if you will, or explanation. So that's how to use that. Um, If it happens that we schedule you for a group, when you have a yogi job... Uh, just make a note of it or on the on the board just say yogi job and, and show up at the, the next group or the, a different group. That'll be okay. Um, yeah. yeah. If you come to the hall for during a scheduled sitting period, please, please try to stay for the sitting. Of course, if there's an emergency or you gotta go to the, whatever, of course, you can get up and leave. But, try try to make the commitment when you come make the commitment to stay you can always shift your posture or stand up or whatever but just to put in the the 45 minutes of you know trying trying to be uh, as continuous as possible um and I, the groups that we see this morning will probably be extending into the uh, next sitting so we would ask those of you who are in that group not to come back into the hall during the middle of a sitting, and uh, we have someone who will ring the bell. So those of you who come to that sitting and don't see anybody sitting here, don't worry. The bell will ring at the appropriate time. You don't have to try to sit forever. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah. you know, sometimes you don't see anybody sitting up here, and you're just sitting and sitting. It's like, okay, when is somebody going to ring that bell? <laughs> they will. Somebody will ring the bell. And uh, someone asked about Sky. You know, Sky. Uh, Sky Dawson was uh, listed in the, the brochure to be co-teaching this retreat with us. And at some point, when the registrations were not, uh, there weren't as many of you registered. Um, there was a collective decision made that she wouldn't, that she wouldn't come and teach. Uh, so we'll be handling this, the the teaching of this retreat. Sky is, um, and her husband are here in the states. In fact, they're over at the Forest Refuge Sitting. Yeah, quite enjoying their <laughs> themselves over there. So, um, whoever inquired, thanks for inquiring. She'll be back, no doubt, another time. Is that it? Oh, this afternoon? Are you going to start at this afternoon? Yeah, this afternoon at the three something, three thirty sitting or whatever. Kamala will begin uh, offering the loving kindness instruction, which is a great support for coming to terms with and, and learning to accept what's going on, <laughs> patience. Okay, so have a great day. Practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org. org donate.